0: Hello guys, and welcome to the show, to this little quirky audio blog thingy I'm doing relating to Fortian philosophy. Right off the bat, I need to be frank with you guys, I am recording this one and a half years later after doing my show, and I'm replacing the original audio for this introductory episode. My reasoning is that through the last year and a half, this episode has changed and evolved quite a lot. So I urge you guys, if you are going to listen to my um, first few episodes and you don't really like them, just check out my newer content. I've become way better. Uh, I've kind of come to terms with what I want to do with this show. And frankly, my show is a mixed bag clusterfuck of weirdness. Some of my episodes may be rants. Some of them may be very intricate, in-depth uh, research into a certain topic. Some of them may be scripted. Some of them may be very unscripted and improvisational. And my most favorite episodes are the ones where I have guests and we just sit and chat about a certain central topic, but go off on millions of tangents that somehow relate to that certain topic. My show is very anti-structure, and for those who do not know, I used to do a parody, satire, South Park-esque show called Darwin's Deviations. It was a very heavily edited, produced, scripted show where I portrayed different characters as well as an over-exaggerated version of myself, who I called Darwin. Now, I used to be a biology teacher and I have a degree in biology, and when I started podcasting two years ago, I had the brilliant idea of, hey, I want to do a podcast about weird biology, but I want to make fun of animals and fun of biology. So, what I ended up doing for about 25 episodes is a show that is kinda an adult version of the Magic School Bus. We talk about weird biology, we talk about animals and plants and stuff like that. We go into the hard science, but along the way we have zany, wacky adventures with my different characters who are personifications of my own psyche. I could not keep on doing that show because it was so draining yet so wonderful. And now I am doing Tracing Owls as kind of a spinoff of Darwin's Deviations, where I am just myself, where I do not edit much, where I do not have high production value, I do not script and I do not portray characters. I just talk about weird shit and have fun and have very, very cool discussions with my friends. So why I am re-recording this introductory episode is because when I started this show about a year and a half ago, I still clinged to this um, format where I was scripting episodes and also I had very shitty audio and my editing abilities were kind of sucky. I mean, even you'll see with the new episode, sometimes I use uh, my phone still, which has a much better mic now because it's a new phone. But sometimes I use a real mic, which has uh, echo because I am poor and don't have a lot of furniture. (laughs) But yeah, my audio was bad. I was uh, staying true to a script. It was very, very draining. And I was still trying to portray this Darwin character instead of being my, my, my true self. Then, um, something happened in my life, a tragedy, and I stopped doing the show. I altogether stopped doing Darwin's Deviations, and I paused Tracing Owls for quite a long time. Now I am back, and I have reformatted my show, and to be honest, I am reformatting my show constantly because I don't know what I'm doing with it. I just put out whatever content I feel like doing at the moment, whatever my mood is. Sometimes I feel like having a guest and chatting, but sometimes I want to rant for minutes about how the paranormal is a pornography and how we are obsessed with taking pictures of UFOs. Or sometimes I want to read a whole book and make an episode like 90 minutes talking about the Andreessen affair and the whole abduction experiences of Betty Andreessen. So yeah, if you don't like a certain episode, just go to another episode. You may like it because every episode I do for this show is its own separate entity. I do not have a format and what I want to do with this show is very anti-structure and anti-formality. I do content that I feel like doing at the moment based on my mood, based on my interests at the time. Every piece of content I put out is a different thing for itself. Sometimes I am very zany and wacky. Sometimes I am very angry and that may brush people the wrong way. And sometimes I am very, very insightful. And sometimes I have two and a half hour discussions with very intelligent people. We kind of channel into this uh, zone of creativity and inspiration. Throughout the last year and a half, I have compiled a close circle of friends, of very weird uh, friends who are into the paranormal from different uh, perspectives, and I like to just collaborate with them, chat with them. I've been guesting on other shows as well, which are much more structured and formal. I've enjoyed those as well, but that's not the type of content that I do here. So hey, mixed bag, go listen to any episode you want. If if you like it, awesome. If you don't, hey, there are other episodes which are totally different, and you may totally love one episode but hate another. Hey, isn't that the point of the evolution of life? Life has evolved and diverged into many different forms of life, so you can have different uh, adaptations for different environmental settings. It's all in the diversity. And to end this introductory episode, I want to thank a dear friend of mine, Christina, who goes by the Crescent. Here, you can find her on Instagram at the. Crescent here, and she is an artist of the weird and witchy and paranormal. Uh, This show would not exist without her because she was an inspiration for me to kind of spin off into this uh, separate show. She has been my collaborator from the very start, and I have had her on the show numerous times, and she also created the logo of my show, which I want to uh, share something about. So the name Tracing Owls came from this uh, episode I did named Chasing Owls, where I was, for the first time in my life. Uh, doing off the top of my head non-scripted spontaneous uh, stream of consciousness content. Now that I listen to it it is kind of cringy because I was (laughs) used to doing scripted stuff. I am not a native English speaker so it was at that time very hard for me to speak in English without a script and as I was just doing a stream of consciousness these things were pouring out of my mouth and I recorded that. Uh, That episode is the very next one after this one so you can check it out if you want, but if you don't like it, if it's cringy, just uh, be aware that it is from the past, <laughs> before I refined my, my my thought process. My idea is that the paranormal phenomena is there to um, spark intrigue, to lure us, and we are uh, most often just over-exaggerating the mundaneness of nature. So, let's say the Flatwoods monster was probably a great horned owl, but that great horned owl sparked a sociological-psychological phenomenon in a group of kids and has transcended its biological existence into a mythological existence. And now, these kids were out chasing owls. Kinda like being fairy-led. But since there is already a band named Chasing Owls when I was doing this podcast, I decided to name it Tracing Owls, because to trace something means to look for it, to pursue it. But also, it means to leave an imprint of something or a trace of something as that owl left an imprint of itself in the minds of those kids and sparked a whole mythology. But there is a third definition of tracing, and that is to essentially trace the outline of something, because I see the monsters as traced over-exaggerated outlines or silhouettes of natural occurrences, molded by our own psyches and ingrained into the social unconsciousness. And that is conveyed in my podcast logo, which was done by Christina herself. So I had the idea, hey, why don't you do a barn owl that is spreading its wings, and from each wing is emerging a shadow of Mothman and Braxy, essentially that the monsters are shadows, silhouettes, or over-exaggerated outlines of what is the biological owl. And Christina did that. In a very minimalistic way, she conveyed what I was going for, and I was so, so happy with the artwork, it is amazing. But also, Christina. Incorporated herself into this because Christina is more of the animistic view of uh, everything in nature has an essence or soul or a spirit is associated with it, and even cryptids do. And we even talked about this in one episode of the idea that maybe Braxy is a spirit that was associated or imprinted onto an owl. And when this owl was startled by these kids, the spirit associated with the owl was actually projecting imagery of monsters onto the kids' minds. So, it can be interpreted many ways, but essentially, the originating factor, whatever you want to think, is always Mother Nature herself. Mother Nature, or Mother Earth, or rather... Gaia. And you will see throughout my episodes, I have also become known as the Gaia guy because I have, (laughs) through doing this podcast and through chatting with people, come to the realization that the Gaia hypothesis or the idea that planet Earth is a living organism herself has something to do with the paranormal. And this is something I talk about very often on the show. But another aspect of this show, apart from Gaia, Mother Earth, is also the cosmic joker or the cosmic trickster, this natural force that is there to rattle the cage a bit and insert novelty into a stagnating social consciousness, that the paranormal is inherently a trickster, deceptive, joker, jester thingy. It plays games with us, it lures us, I mean, chasing owls, and it sparks these paranormal phenomena for I don't know what reason, but I tend to think, maybe, to spark creativity, to spark intrigue, to keep us thinking and and looking up at the stars and pondering the reality of the universe, because in the end, we are all contributors to the reality of the universe, and if a Gaian entity is real, if this planet is a superorganism, we are composing it, and we are its building blocks, and also we are the building blocks of reality itself. So for the end, go listen to any episode you want. Some of them you'll like, some of them you'll hate. Every episode is a different thing, but there is this overarching idea that all humans are connected by this collective unconsciousness, by being building blocks of the universe and the cosmos itself, and that the paranormal is an essential component of what it is to be a human. It is a mirror to our subconsciousness. It is co-created with us. It is an artistic expression of the universe, and a never-ending source of inspiration, creativity, and intrigue.